Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys have all had a great week. Since I last spoke to you guys, I've actually been to the Hunter Valley for a few days, which was so fun. I feel really lucky to have been able to go on a trip so soon to when I just got back from my big Europe trip. But this has been planned for a while and we actually went away for a wedding for three nights, which was really, really lovely. We spent a lot of quality time with Brayden's family. We went to this amazing Christmas light display at the Hunter Valley Gardens. If you guys get the opportunity to go there, I really recommend it. They've decorated the whole of the gardens with Christmas lights and it's just such a festive experience. We actually did it a couple of years ago as well. And I was like, since we're back around Christmas time, we have to do it again. And everyone loved it. So it was a really lovely week and it was nice to have some time to slow down and relax. I feel like November and December are such funny months because they're some of the busiest months. I feel like there's so much going on, but at the same time, they are kind of like slower months as well. Like the pace kind of changes, if that makes sense. I feel like people are a little bit more relaxed and there's a lot more fun things going on, but it's still really busy. So yeah, I felt like lately I've had to really try and get on top of things because there's so much going on socially and work-wise and it can all be a little bit overwhelming sometimes. So I've been really trying to dedicate some time to getting on top of all of that and planning everything out and I think part of the reason why I feel like this is because I'm just still playing catch up with everything after getting back from Europe I mean five weeks is a long time to go away so I'm still trying to catch up with all of my friends and catch up with my work and just kind of get back into a good flow I feel like I'm getting there which is good but it always takes a little bit to get back into it but honestly planning always helps me so much with all of that like when everything is in your head and it's just going around in circles it just doesn't really help So sitting down and actually putting my thoughts to paper 
gives me so much mental clarity. So that leads me on to what has been inspiring me this week. And you guys know that I always like to try and think of a new thing that's been inspiring me every single week. And this week I've been really inspired by Google Calendar. And I can't believe that I haven't started using it sooner since I'm such a big advocate for Google Sheets and I'm such a big planner. But for some reason, I've not really delved into Google Calendar. And it just... It's very silly, to be honest, because so many of my, I guess, colleagues, like the people I work with use Google Calendar and my management team uses it. So when they send invites and stuff, it automatically goes into it. So I really should use it more. But the thing about Google Calendar that has been the biggest game changer and that I've loved about it is that you can make multiple calendars. You don't just have one. And I didn't realize that earlier. I don't know why. So I always thought you just could have like one calendar and that's where you put everything. So I thought, oh, like it's not really anything special. I could just use the calendar on my iPhone or just write stuff down or use Notion. But what's really cool is you can create multiple different calendars and then you can click on them when you want to use those calendars and unclick them if you don't want to use them. So I've created so many, including a joint calendar for both Brayden and I, because there are so many things that we have going on together and Brayden is not the best planner, I'm not gonna lie. And he always forgets about what's going on and what we've got coming up. So I was like, hey, we need to get into the organization together. So for any Christmas parties coming up for his sister's dance concert, even for when we're gonna put the Christmas tree up, I've popped that all in the joint calendar. So we actually know what's going on and then he can't complain that I didn't tell him about something because I did and it's in the calendar. I've also got a calendar for birthdays and then I've broken down all of my platforms into separate calendars. So I've got Instagram, TikTok, work and YouTube. I probably should make one for the podcast. I'm still getting into it, but that way I can go through and schedule all of my tasks in the week for that individual platform so it doesn't get all confusing because technically they're all under the work category but they're all different things so google calendar has been really inspiring me and i just love the fact that you can unselect any calendars that you've created that aren't relevant to you right now so you can only see the things apply for like that current moment so say i only want to see what instagram stuff i've got going on i can just select my instagram calendar it just feels very organized i do love myself some digital organization so this is your sign to get on google calendar but anyway let's get into today's topic so today i want to chat all about the top 10 things that have dramatically impacted my mental health so the reason that this topic came about is because i was at the gym today and i was chatting to my friend jess and i said what do you reckon I should talk about? Like, what would you like to hear me talk about? And she said to me, oh, you should talk about your running journey because I know it's been a big part of your life lately and I'd love to hear you talk about that more. And I love that idea, but I was saying to her that I don't really feel confident and experienced enough to do a whole episode just talking about my running journey just yet. But I was like, you know what? I can incorporate it into an episode where I talk about things that have dramatically impacted my mental health because running is one of those things that has really, really helped me. And that's one of the main reasons that I have really loved running. I really hope this episode inspires you guys and gives you some ideas on how you can work on your own mental health. And these might not be completely original things that you've never thought or heard of before, but maybe this can be a really good like refresher by just hearing me talk about these things because mental health is so important. I'm such a big advocate for it. I think it's become such a big part of my brand. Like my whole podcast is based around self-development and improving ourselves and improving our mental health. 
health. It's just such a big part of my life and such a big part of my story. Mental health is something that's been very prevalent within my family and I've grown up with my parents talking about it, which is very lucky. I've been very aware of the impacts of mental health and it's been something I've been very passionate about and I really want to try and help other people with it. So I've found a lot of tools and strategies that have helped me and I just, I really want to make it my mission to help other people with those things. I personally feel like I've got a lot of personal experience in this area. I'm obviously not a psychologist, but these are things that have just worked for me. If you guys aren't aware, I have been on my own mental health journey throughout the years. I've documented it online and I've done podcast episodes on it before. It's actually quite interesting to see how I've grown and how my mental health has improved over the years because I have been quite open online. So obviously I haven't shared absolutely everything, but I have posted about when I've gone through hard times in the past. And then I've also posted about when I'm feeling good. So it's quite interesting to see how things have evolved over time and how my lifestyle has changed and had an impact on my mental health in those periods of time. I do actually have a podcast episode that I have recorded, I believe a couple of years ago. I can't even remember what I said in it, but I do have an episode about my mental health journey. If you want to listen to that and get a bit more context on some of the things I've been through and experienced. But for me, the main thing that I have struggled with is anxiety as a lot of people do. And I know not everyone can say that they have experienced anxiety. I actually have some friends who I've spoken to who have said they've never felt anxious in their whole life, which is very lucky. Honestly, I can't quite imagine never feeling anxious ever. But regardless of if you haven't personally struggled with your mental health, I think it's still really important to be aware of the things that you can do to help improve your mental health. Because first of all, if someone else around you is struggling, you can empathize with them a little bit more and help them. And two, most people will go through a period of their life where they do struggle and that's completely normal. And I don't wish that upon anyone, but it is something that majority of people will go through in their life. And it's really good that mental health is a topic that is talked about so much more now. So I think a lot more people are more willing to seek help, but it's great to have platforms like this podcast where we can talk about it openly and yeah, all grow together. So first of all, before we get into the 10 things that have dramatically improved my mental health, I just wanted to say that one thing that I personally have done, and this is for me personally, and I'm not saying that anyone should do this, I'm not recommending it, but I just think it gives a bit of context, is that I'm on medication for my anxiety. And I started that about a year ago now, and it has helped me so, so much. And it's helped me do these things and actually see an impact from them because I've been in a place before where I literally had no discipline to actually do these things that I knew would help improve my mental health. And the medication just gave me the mental strength and the boost that I needed to actually get on and do these things that I knew would help me mentally. And it's just been a snowball effect since then. And it's just kept improving. And hopefully I'll get to a point when I have all of these tools in place that maybe I won't need to be on medication anymore, but there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not saying that that is the solution for everybody by any means, but I just wanted to explain that I am on medication just to give you guys a little bit of context. And also if you are struggling with your mental health, feel free to go and see a doctor and talk about it with someone because there are so many options out there and you shouldn't feel like 
you can't get help if you need it. It's just not a one size fits all approach. I've actually tried other medications in the past over the years as well, which haven't worked for me. So you've just got to do what works best for you. So with that being said, let's get into the list. So number one, like I said earlier, running and movement has been like the biggest thing that has really, really helped me. Movement and just going to the gym has been such a big part of my life over the past few years. I've always kind of like gone to the gym and done things. I went to F45, I then went to Fitness First, but I'd say the last three years is when I've been the most consistent and confident in the gym because I've been going on my own for me and I've been following a program and my whole like mindset has shifted around it and my goals have become a lot clearer with the gym. I know why I'm there. I'm not just there for physical things. I'm there because I know it's going to make me feel so much better and also because I want to get stronger. So I really, really like my mindset around going to the gym these days. I think it's not just the actual exercise that has helped me, but it's also the routine. I think routine is one of the biggest things that can have an impact on how you feel overall in your day-to-day life. I think routine can give you purpose and structure and it allows you not to overthink. So I have loved having the routine of going to the gym. And this year I've recently got back into running. Oh my gosh, I love running so much. And the high that you get after doing a good run is just unmatched. I personally don't feel the same way after doing a weight session. I know everyone's different, but I just feel incredible after doing a run. There's something really meditative about it. I think it's because you're really pushing your body and you're having to really control your mindset because your mind is telling you to stop and it's like, okay, stop, stop, stop. And you have to overcome those mental barriers and realize that you're more capable than what you think. So I actually think running has been one of the best things for building resilience and mental strength because you're having to overcome that when you're running. So that then carries on in your daily life. That's how I see it anyway. I really feel like it has made me feel way more resilient and it's just been very empowering to see how much I can do and how much more I'm capable of. So I'm just loving it and seeing the improvements every single week is so exciting. It's the same with going to the gym. When you're consistent and you start to see improvement, it makes you more motivated and excited to go. A lot of people ask how to stay motivated with working out and a lot of people's response is discipline, which is so true. But I also think the consistency makes you feel more motivated because after you're consistent, you start to see improvements and it's just so exciting when you see yourself improve and it makes you want to keep going and keep being more consistent so you can continue to improve and see progressions and for me the feeling of making progress and getting closer towards my goals is just so good and that in itself has had a massive impact on my mental health and it's one of the things that drives me to keep going for more and more runs so I really wanted to touch on that because it's been something that I've absolutely loved doing and a lot of people say that they can't run they don't want to run like cardio is not for them and I really feel like you should give it a try and just see how you feel afterwards for me like the biggest thing is just overcoming the mental barriers that is what has helped me the most the second thing that has dramatically improved my mental health is giving myself weekends For years, I didn't do this. And I think there's quite a blurred line with what I do for work, with what's work and what's not. But I've definitely created some more boundaries 
over time. And now I actually give myself some time off on the weekends to do those things that I want to do for myself and not feel like I need to constantly sit in front of a laptop editing and doing all of those kind of things. Obviously, some weekends, like you have stuff that you have to do. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But I really try to enjoy my weekends and get all of my work done from Monday to Friday so that it doesn't carry on into a Saturday and Sunday. And it's just been like a habit that I've formed over time and I'm really don't carry it over to the weekends very much anymore. Sometimes there'll be like little things that I have to do, but overall, I generally am pretty free to just socialize and do things for myself, which is really nice and so necessary because there are so many like personal things on your to-do list to do anyway, like the house needs to be cleaned and I need to have that time to do those things for myself and for my environment. So it's been really good to have that time on the weekend to do that. The third thing that's really helped me is reading and not just reading self-development books. I used to read only self-development books, which are great and I still really enjoy them. But I actually think that fiction books are something that have helped me the most because it's been really good to have time to kind of escape and let my brain switch off and not think about having to improve because generally when I read a self-development book that then sparks a thought in my head and makes me think oh I should do this I should do that and it's really good that it inspires and motivates me but sometimes reading books like that before I go to bed then get my brain ticking and it kind of makes me a little bit stressed because it makes me feel like I should be doing all of these things it makes me want to start writing a to-do list and take action So I think sometimes there's a time and place for reading those kind of books for me personally. And fiction books have been a really great way for me to switch off and actually unwind instead of being in front of a screen because so often we can just watch TV or scroll on our phone. And that's what I do personally for work pretty much all day. I'm in front of a screen. So it's quite nice to have some time to not do that in the evening and just like escape and actually let your brain rest because wow, like our brains are on all day. So much is going on. And especially before bed, I think it's good to be able to actually kind of give our brains some time to rest and not think about our crazy lives and just kind of switch off because then it carries on into our sleep and it helps us get a better quality sleep. And sleep is one of the other things that has dramatically improved my mental health, focusing on making sure I get enough. 
is just so important for me. So this is your sign to pick up a fiction book and feel productive when you're reading it because know that you're giving your brain some time to actually switch off and rest. That is the best thing that you can do for your brain sometimes. It allows your brain to have space to then get re-inspired and come up with new ideas. It doesn't feel cluttered and it will actually feel much more clear. So that is one thing that's helped. The fourth thing that I have to share is planning ahead. This has helped me so much. I am such a planner. I plan absolutely everything, which is why I think I'm so passionate about creating planners and tools for you guys to help you organize your life as well. So as you guys know, I actually sell my own planners through my small business elements of presence. And I have a couple of digital organization tools as well. We have a budgeting template and we also have our digital Christmas organizer. And I definitely want to go down that route more and create more products like that for you guys. But I thought this would be a good opportunity to actually mention that I am doing a really big Black Friday sale for Elements of Presence starting on Friday. So this is actually my biggest sale ever. I'm going to do 40% off all of my physical products because I really, really want to clear them out. As you guys know, I have been creating digital products and there's a lot more that I want to make and release in the future. And I really want to focus on selling these products. So everything is going to be 40% off from Friday, the 24th of November until Thursday, the 30th of November. So I'll leave a link in the show notes if you guys want to go and check out Elements of Presence. Go follow us on Instagram and yeah, have a look at our digital products as well because we have some really great things over there and I'm really excited for all of the things that we have coming up for Elements of Presence. I think I've made it clear that I love planning. I just love putting all of my thoughts to paper and just making sure that everything has been thought of and everything has been planned. It just gives me peace of mind. And it's also so fun to look at your planner and see what you've got coming up and that you have things to look forward to. Having things to look forward to helps so much. Number five, having hobbies outside of work. Growing up, we were always told that it's good to have hobbies and I never really understood why that is. But now that I'm older, I really understand how important it is to have hobbies that you do that aren't related to your work. One of the reasons that I think it's so important to have hobbies is because it's really important to have another outlet and something else to, I guess, your personality, to your whole identity other than just work. For so long, I just had work and that was my only outlet because I loved it so much and the lines were really blurred. But when I would go through struggles of work, it really had an impact on my mental health because it felt like that was so tied to my identity and I didn't have anything else necessarily going on in my life other than obviously, you know, friends and family. But I felt like that was so tied to me that I didn't know who I was without that. So if you were to take away your job, for example, what things would you enjoy doing? You've got to make time for those things. You've got to make time for your hobbies and actually have some things going on outside of your work life because work doesn't define you. There's so much more to you and so much more to life than just that. That was a really big mindset shift for me when I realized that. So one thing that I started doing this year was acting and that's been like a really great creative outlet for me and it's allowed me to meet new friends and just have something else to focus on. I know sometimes life gets busy and there's times when it's easier to prioritize hobbies over other times, but always try and make time for something that you enjoy, whether it be cooking, running, reading, like there's so many different little things that you can do for yourself that help 
form your identity other than work. Number six is being in tune and aware of my menstrual cycle. I think for a long time, I didn't really understand my menstrual cycle and didn't understand how my mood changes throughout the cycle. And since I've become a little bit more in tune with it and actually started properly tracking it, I've known when I'm going to be feeling certain ways and I've just got to know my body a lot more. And for me, I do struggle with feeling quite low during my luteal phase before my period and just a little bit more like low energy, which is so normal. But when I didn't track these things, I always found it really confusing when one minute I'd be feeling fine and the next minute be overthinking everything. But once I actually got in tune with my cycle and my hormones, I realized that it's all really connected. And often when I'm feeling that way, it could be to do with that time of the month. And it's just made me not beat myself up as much at that time because I'm like, okay, it's normal to be feeling this way. Don't overthink it. And it's just allowed me to treat myself with a little bit more kindness at that time of the month and not beat myself up so much because sometimes I think that being your own worst enemy can be one of the worst things you can do when you're feeling low. So yeah, this is your sign to track your menstrual cycle. I just do it currently on the free app on your iPhone, just in the health app. And it's really, really helped me just seeing where I'm at. Number seven is journaling. We all know that I love journaling as well. I will say that I go through phases where I journal more than others. And I think every time that I get into the habit of journaling more, it helps me so much with my clarity of thought. It's so easy sometimes to get into the habit of complaining and talking to people around you about your problems, which is fine to do. Like, you know, your friends are there for you and there's professionals. But sometimes by writing down my thoughts, I realize that the things I'm thinking don't make sense or they're not something that I really need to worry about. And it just gives me a lot more clarity. And sometimes I can feel like there's just so many things going wrong. And then I write it down. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that's easy to fix or, you know, that's not too bad. And it just makes you feel a little bit less overwhelmed and helps you work through the issues. So I love journaling and writing down my thoughts. It's also important to write down when things are going right in your life as well, though, not just when things are going wrong. Because for me, I actually find it really encouraging to read the positive journal entries when I'm feeling low, because it kind of reminds me that I don't always feel like this. So that's your sign to do that because honestly, your future self will thank you because I know sometimes when you're in that current moment, you can feel like that's the way you feel all the time. But if you have it documented that you don't always feel like that, it can be really encouraging. Number eight is romanticizing and being grateful for the small things. I think that sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in the next big thing and always feeling like you want more and not really being where your feet are and embracing where you're at but when you start to romanticize the small things and start to be grateful for those little things that you have in your everyday life and start to notice that the things around you are actually a blessing I think it can make the biggest impact on your mindset and make you feel so much more grounded and happy with where you were at because there's always going to be something else that you want and you're striving for and that's great but you also need to know how to enjoy where you're at. And so by romanticizing those little things in your daily life, it makes your daily life so much more enjoyable. And sometimes the small things are actually the big things. They're the simple pleasures that we have in our everyday life that we almost take advantage of because we know that we're going to have them like coffee, for example. But when you romanticize those little things and show gratitude towards them, You're just going to feel so much more happy and content with where you're at. The ninth thing that has really helped me with my mental health is taking social media breaks. 
I never felt like I could do this for a really long time. And I've got to a point now where I feel comfortable with doing this every so often. Sometimes it just happens and I don't intentionally mean to. And I always feel like when that happens, it's obviously happening for a reason and I'm meant to take a break. But recently, for example, I've taken a little bit of a break from posting on YouTube. It's made my longest break in so long. And that's just because I went over to Europe and I just thought the last thing I want to probably be doing is editing when I'm there. Filming's fine. I filmed the whole thing, but it's just editing. It takes you away from the moment and I enjoy editing and I want to enjoy the process. And in the past, I always made myself feel really guilty for not getting videos up and not posting enough. But honestly, I know that I'm doing the best that I can. And to me, my mental health is the most important thing. Social media is always going to be there. You can come back whenever you feel ready, but don't ever feel like you need to show up on social media for the sake of ticking a box. You should want to be there. And I know I know it's hard, especially when it's your job. And for me, like it can be hard sometimes because I'm like, no, I feel guilty. I should be doing this because it's my job. But I think it's important to remember that there's so much more to life. Social media is the online world, but there is a real world going on around us. It's so easy to immerse ourselves in that world and feel, feel like that's our reality, but it's not. And I think sometimes it's healthy to take a step back and ground yourself in the real world and just give yourself a little break because it can all be very overwhelming sometimes with social media. And number 10, this is one thing that has really, really improved my mental health. And that is starting my podcast. Oh my gosh. I actually asked my mom just before what she thinks has really helped. And the first thing that she said was starting my podcast. She was like, Ella, I feel like you having a podcast has really helped because it's given you that time to do research into say things that you're interested in and it's almost been a way for me to give myself therapy because I choose topics to talk to you guys about based off of the things that I'm going through in my own personal life and the things that I'm thinking about so it gives me intentional time to educate myself and then share the things that I find with you guys and I just feel like I've grown so much as a person through doing that and they do say that one of the best ways to learn is by teaching and so by me sitting here and sharing with you guys the life lessons that I've learned it's just drilling them back into my head as well and making me practice them more in my everyday life and it's just had such an impact on my overall mental health and I've just really enjoyed it so that is definitely something that has really helped me but that was number 10 so they are the 10 things that have had a big impact on my mental health and I hope that this inspired you guys by hearing me list off these things and maybe related to some of them send me a message let me know if anything stood out to you and also if you did enjoy this episode please leave a little review it honestly helps more than you guys know it shows apple and spotify that you enjoyed the podcast and then they're more likely to recommend it to more people if you don't have time to write a written review that is so fine but there is an option where you can just rate it as well so that would be amazing and really really it does help out the podcast a lot and i appreciate it so much it does not go unnoticed also if you guys want to see more from the podcast you can follow us over on instagram it's just the inspired mind podcast if you want to see more from me you can follow me on my socials ella victoria on everything and i hope you enjoyed this episode i had so much fun chatting with you guys and i'll speak to you next week bye ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 